Welcome back, everyone, and happy Monday. This is Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. Well, it turns out the weather wasn't as bad as we thought last night, Andy. What would you think of that game? Yeah, no, in big picture, um, I was really depressed about the NFL for a while there because I had a Panthers ticket, which was dead from Jump Street. And then I had a Washington ticket that was a very, very oh. gross way to lose a game after earlier in the year having a Detroit ticket that lost pretty much in the same fashion where a team went to the red zone 800 times and turned it over in ex- um, increasingly hilarious manners. Apparently, they never did fumble it out of the end zone, which I was waiting for. But yeah, I, I probably deserved better there. But in the end, I bet Cleveland, I bet Arizona first half, and I took the over last night. Even though I took some some shit there in the early afternoon, I ended up with a winning weekend, which is better than better than I can say sometimes. And live betting wasn't great, but it wasn't negative. So I uh, I had some nice wins, a couple bits. Uh, I I probably live bet too much, honestly, at this point. I started just firing, just firing when I got mad about the Panthers. Otherwise, that was fun. Baseball is ready for World Series. Basketballs starting to take shape we're starting to get a feel for some of these teams we'll talk about some nba off the jump i'm doing pretty good just because i'm not betting very many games and probably <laughs> just lucky randomness my bulls are undefeated what no big deal I love play those tonight. bulls that's going out of points but they are winning games which is nice yeah the the offense the offense will come around I, you trust trust me on this that's my nba hot take for the day so we have a lot of sports to cover today i think probably just jump right into this shit and get into some nba bets because you have a few looks for tonight it must be a pretty stacked slate we got a bunch of games or what about eight games i think that we have tonight again they usually stack as many as they can on monday we'll have less tomorrow three looks for us tonight um and good news everybody these first two it looks like you get a little bit of price a little bit a little better price than I did. Starting with the Bucks, um, I played them at minus two and a half, um, and even a little bit at three. This is actually down to two, which it tells me that Jeru Holiday's out. He was doubtful, um, so you know somebody that I wasn't necessarily assuming was actually going to play tonight. As I start to look at this roster, they're going to Indiana. Indiana has had as bad of a start really as anybody. A lot of the positive things that we thought would happen with Rick Carlisle coming in really have not come into fruition. They did get their first win in overtime in Miami, which is a little odd after losing to Charlotte and Washington, but they got a chance to come home, get their first win under their belt. The Bucks are a little bit thin here. Again, Drew Holiday's out. Looks like Brooke Lopez is out. We know DiVincenzo is going to be out for a little bit while, but Bobby Portis is back, and I think even with – you know, less than all the guys that they have. I look at this matchup, it sets up really nice for Milwaukee here. I think that there's a, maybe a little bit of an overreaction to Holiday being out. The Pacers, again, continue to struggle without T.J. Warren and Karis LeVert. Yes, Duarte's been great. Malcolm Brogdon's been solid. And Sabonis might be able to have a good game here. But I don't see anybody really on that roster that's going to be able to slow down Chris Middleton or Giannis Attentacumpo. And on the other end of the floor, I'm sure that they'll put Giannis on Sabonis or something like that. And I'm sure he'll have a fun time trying to do some stuff like that again. Giannis, a, a defensive player of the year award winner. So like this matchup for the Bucks. Um, what do you got, Andy? So you're assuming that even though the market's reacting a little bit, it probably shouldn't based on the Drew Holiday thing. Like it was probably 90% baked in. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Again, it was minus three last night and this morning. He was doubtful as of last night. He remains doubtful. I haven't seen anything that says he's out. And again, maybe that's why money's coming in here um, on Indiana. It's it's tough to figure out. It's it's only a point. You know, going from three to two, 
yeah, it's a point. It's not the biggest move in the world, but I'm just that seems like the most likely reason to me that money's coming in on Indiana. Um, I don't think there's anyone necessarily on their injury report who might be back in. Again, we know Levert's going to be out, so it, that's what I think it is. Maybe a little bit of a reaction to Drew Holiday, or maybe someone else. We'll find out in a little bit. Might be doubtful or something. We know Portis is on a minute's limits, but I don't see too much other reason. So maybe some optimism again. Indiana's finally got that win under their belt. They're back at home again. And they did beat the Heat. So maybe people give them a little bump in their power rankings for beating the Heat. Who knows? So, again, happy to take Milwaukee really at anything, three or less. Now, this one's tough. We had this game the other night. Um, the Pelicans played the Timberwolves, and they didn't really get close to even 200 points. But as you go back and look, the pace was pretty solid, um, maybe a little bit lower than expected, but the shooting was terrible. Um, neither team really got close to 40% shooting from the field. I think Timberwolves did actually get a little above 40% from the field, but just an awful shooting night. A lot of turnovers as you go look at that. Um, you know, this number for that particular game, I think opened around 225, 224, and got bet up to 228. Again, didn't get close to 200. They open a similar number here. It's right around 225 and a half right now. Again, I still have this over. I make this closer to 229, almost 230 myself if I tweak some stuff. If we can keep the same pace we had in the last game, get a little bit of shooting regression. And the game did get a little bit slower at the end in the second half as it got a little bit closer. I think Minnesota's a little more comfortable favorite here tonight. I'm happy to take the over again and, and you know, kind of go against the game that just went way under Andy. So we'll go a little bit against what we just saw. And then finally, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, this is go the other way. We'll go with a lot of stuff we saw. The Pistons have yet to score more than 90 points in a single game. Jeremy Grant was announced as questionable this morning, which generally means that it's not looking too good he's going to play. The team total here is 100.5 against the Atlanta Hawks, one of the better defensive teams in the league. You can take the full game under if you want, but I think there's a chance the Hawks put up a lot of points on the Pistons, especially if Grant is out. So happy to take a Pistons team total under 100.5 here. You should be able to find that just about everywhere. So three looks for us out of the, uh, I believe, eight games we've got tonight at the NBA. I'm done with that, especially fading the Pistons. There were no match for my Bulls game one there, especially Bulls live. Bulls live, yeah, one and oh live 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 betting. Actually, two and oh live betting. Drew made me live bet that everybody knows that game, the Knicks Celtics uh fiasco. <laughs> Drew talked me into that before the show. So we got there. Um, baseball starts tomorrow. Nothing yet. We have a uh, a World Series, they're calling it. It'll be a best-of-seven series between the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros. The Astros have been there before recently. The Braves, it's been about 20 years. So I will be rooting, cheering, and betting on the Braves, mostly just because I'm like I'm not going to stop taking them in a, at a, as an underdog at this point. It'll be Charlie Steakhouse and the Midnight Frambler, Frambler Valdez. Is it Frambler Valdez? <laughs> trying to think. I just know the nicknames. Charlie Morton and Frambler Valdez. We're going to go with Valdez. That sounds pretty close. And the Game 1 starters, I can see Dan typing, typing right now. It is Valdez. So um, both of those guys are your Day 1 starters for tomorrow night. The, uh, obviously, the World Series is a little more spread out. I don't think they have much for back-to-back. And it'll be uh, obviously all primetime stuff, I'm assuming. Do we have day games during the during the weekend? A lot oh, for me to figure out usually. before I can, for my World Series watching, I'll probably watch every game. It's still, like, I didn't catch a lot of the baseball. I watched a bunch, but I didn't watch all of them. But World Series, it's different. Like and These are fun teams. Seen. They score a lot of runs. And it does suck. No day games, Dan says. It does suck that neither of these teams is... In a cold weather city, I still like to see the breath. 
I like the breath, the picture, <laughs> the long sleeves, like, oh man, like it's it's late October, baseball. So yeah, the warm weather cities, obviously there'll be none of that. Hopefully it's, you know what? Hopefully it's cold in Houston. I'll, I'll say it. So tomorrow, <laughs> no, nothing for tomorrow. I probably won't get involved in game one with the series bets. Maybe we'll talk about it, do some props or prize picks tomorrow, but Atlanta money lines plus 118. The total is eight. If you want to get, yeah, there is a roof in Houston. That's the dumbest. Minnesota, Houston has a roof. Minnesota doesn't. Dumbest thing ever up here. Milwaukee did it right. I will maybe come up with some prize pick stuff, or maybe Matt will have one, something for that. We'll, we'll figure out some prize picks entries or some props or something for tomorrow. So I probably won't bet game one. But yeah, series price for me, Atlanta Braves. Let's go. They lost 99. They would have won 96. So it's been since yep. 96. And I'm trying to think if Atlanta won. Uh, a championship in there. I know the Hawks haven't. I know the Thrashers didn't. The Falcons, I feel like, made it to a couple Super Bowls. I'm trying to think of how the results went. Made it to two, like did, not go, did not go so hot. Yeah, Atlanta United, only championship since, says Dan. The Dan Reeves Falcons, and then the, uh, the, the 28-3 Falcons. 998 Falcons. Yeah, the Broncos took care of business in 98 as well. So Atlanta United did get one. Let's go. And yeah, the Falcons have never won a Super Bowl. They have just come dangerously close. Tonight, speaking of teams that have won championships, both fairly recently, I'd say Saints in 09, Seahawks in 11. I'm trying to think of when that one was. They've been to a couple. Something like that. Saints, Seahawks tonight. Saints are four-point favorites. Seahawks are starting backup Geno Smith again with Russell Wilson benched. For uh, I mean, what a finger injury! I don't remember the exact medical term for just gross finger, whatever it was like looking like that. It was stuck up there. He hurt his fingy. He hurt his fingy. Um, total 41 here. Looking at some weather, um, from yesterday, the bomb cyclone atmospheric river is making its way f- still up the coast. I'm guessing I looked at some weather reports. It's supposed to not be as bad tonight. I don't think the wind's going to be terrible. And I really don't think the rain's going to be heavy like we saw in San Fran last night. Santa Clara, actually. So I don't know. This total might be a little low, but at the same time, you're betting on Geno Smith. You're betting on, uh, you know, Jameis, who we've seen some inconsistency with. So I'm staying, running. I'm staying away from this one. I make the Saints. A little bit of value, but I probably won't be taking a look at that. I'd be betting it live and obviously second half and obviously, obviously a first touchdown scorer to Alex. Give me some. Just a few. We got I, skip, I skipped last night, which was by accident, but also I would not have had that running back. So I felt good. It's another one of those games where, you know, if we talked about it on the show, I would have said, you know, it's a great game for Elijah Mitchell. It's, you know, a great game for Jonathan Taylor, but of course their prices were low single digits. There's a couple people asked that bugged me in the replies that I mentioned it would be a good game for that. Just didn't like the numbers. Of course, Mitchell goes walking in for the first touchdown. Again, tonight is a very similar situation. There's a great chance that Alvin Kamara scores the first touchdown here. He's three to one. That's a, that's a good price. It's probably honestly where it should be. Um, you look on the other side of the ball, you've got Alex Collins. Um, his number's a little bit higher, but it seems like him and Penny might be splitting some carries a little bit since Collins isn't 100% healthy. The two of them, again, are in single digits. You know, I, I wouldn't mind necessarily if you put those in like in the same game parlay, like Kamara to score 
put that in something. Kamara first touchdown, use that for kind of fun stuff like that. But not a single place for me. As I go back and look here, you can see we're going back to the well here with all the positions that I really like. Quarterbacks and tight ends. You know, at the top of the list, you see Geno Smith there at 25 to one. You even see Jameis Winston down there at 33 to one. We know that Geno Smith is a fairly mobile quarterback. Um, he's already, I believe, gotten a rushing touchdown if not a couple opportunities. The um, same thing for Winston. He actually already has one this year. I don't, I don't think people think of him as much of a rushing quarterback or somebody that scores a lot, but um, you know has a couple touchdowns every year rushing the ball. I believe had five or six, two or three seasons ago. I forget the exact number, but you know two guys that, again, are, are fairly mobile. Now, neither of these defenses has given up a rushing touchdown to a quarterback this year. As you go back and look, um, if you look at the Seahawks, I believe a lot of that was kind of schedule stuff. The Saints have had some opportunities to play against quarterbacks that might be a little bit threatening, but I think it is kind of more schedule and game plan stuff. Again, happen to play quarterbacks that have shown a history of not being afraid to run it in near the goal line or being used that way at, you know, 25 to one or better, especially in Smith's case, being that he's more mobile. And then we've got everybody's tight ends here. Um, you know, Jawan Johnson, pretty much the lead tight end on the Saints. He does actually is in the top four in terms of target share um, inside the 20, top three inside the 10. Um, tight end of soft position for the Seahawks there. So happy to grab Jawan Johnson at 28 to one. And then we'll grab both Seahawks tight ends. Andy Everett um, missed two games ago, popped back in the other game, had more targets than Disley. It's hard to figure out what the Seahawks game plan is going to be game to game, but got a chance to bet um, Disley and Everett. Again, two guys who get a lot of targets. Everett gets more targets in general, but as they get closer to the goal line, Disley seems to come in and get more work near there. So happy to take both of them 30 to one. Again, kind of a five-pack here. Apologies when one of the running backs walks in for the first touchdown, but I think we've got a good chance at these numbers. There's definitely value in all five. Yeah, there's a decent chance that, that just happens. Sometimes that shit happens. That's why, you know, when you, you take these ones, you cash it. Like, I mean, we've had like a 30-to-1 earlier in the year. So. A couple 30s. Yeah, you got to you got to take it in stride. You're not going to win all. If you want all of them, that wouldn't be I mean, I was just well, about to say that wouldn't be any fun. Obviously, it would be a ton of fun. be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be too much sportsbook. fun. Yeah, go, it'd be fun hunting down some new accounts after that. Um, I did say I'm going to do a prize fix entry. This is my Monday night football one. It's all overs because it's all I do because I'm just a stupid chalk monkey when it comes to this sort optimism. of thing. But I think a couple of these are a little low. Kamara has only cracked 20 fantasy points once. It was his last outing. I like that a one. Couple, yeah, a couple times where he was close. And this Seattle defense is quietly a bottom five defense. Not the, there was there's some things I've dug into, and I was appalled, abhorred, and shocked, honestly, at how bad the Seattle defense has been. It has been against running backs here, the third worst defense against running backs, giving up 120 yards on average, 60 yards receiving basically a full touchdown to a running back every single game. I feel like there's a decent chance that running back will be Elvin Kamara and a couple fantasy, just some of the fantasy stuff I've run through. I have them higher than this. So over 20 fantasy points for Elvin Kamara against this horseshit defense in the rain. I like that a lot. Tyler Lockett. This pushes an awful lot for receptions. He's another one too. He had two receptions last week. Versus Pittsburgh. Outside of that, it's eight, four, five. I have him right around four and three quarters for my projection. Just kind of running some things and where I see the the distribution of balls going tonight. 
it's going to be a little weird, obviously, with the backup. And maybe there's a little bit of a goofiness when you throw a backup quarterback in there. But I have him getting at least twice as many targets. So four receptions for him, 20 fantasy points for Kamara. Just did a flex play because I forgot to click the power play. So, of course, this will hit. I think it just pays like two to one, three to one if you put it in a power play. Probably going to triple or double my money at least tonight. Easy, easy. And I like that you one. Can use promo code BBB. If you want to get yourself a prize picks account on us, a little free money, a hundred dollar deposit, a little, shake little, little, little deposit, free money there. They usually Speaking have of free money, free money is me not being able to pronounce this one. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Give it a shot. Cluj Naposa. I think it's Naposa, but I think you're pretty close. I think it is a hard C. It's in Romania, I believe. I'll just I'll let you handle tennis. <laughs> That's again, it's the end of the season. We're kind of got a few things to do here before we get to the WTA finals. Kind of done bigger events for the year. So a smaller tournament here in Cluj Napoca in Romania. A pretty solid field overall. Two looks for us. These should both be this afternoon. Uh, I believe they start around 1230 Eastern. So a little after the show gets wrapped up about 30 minutes or so, maybe a little bit later than that, depending on how those matches go. But we know that with tennis. Potapova, Tom Lujanovic, over 21. We actually played this at minus 115. We played this up to minus 120. If you have a 21 and a half at less than standard juice, that's probably fine as well. Uh, looking back, the two of these women played particularly long matches. If you wanted to do like some first set overs, you know, kind of a ladder like our buddy Snice likes to do there, just take first set over, nine and a half, 10 and a half, 12 and a half, stuff like that. It's just every time these two play, and in general when they play, there's seven sixes, seven fives all over the place. So happy to take over 21 there. And a Marta Kost joke here. Uh, this one's a little tough, Andy. She is coming off the unfortunate loss of her dog. Her dog passed away in an unfortunate accident, was hit oh. by a car, um, devoted her second-place trophy to her dog. And I think we'll come out with some motivation here. I like the way that she talked about it, and I think that that will be more of a motivating factor than that. Either way, she's playing Bernarda Para, um, a Tour veteran who frankly kind of stinks um just generally has had a tough season is really on the decline i wonder how much longer we see her at the wta level minus 135 on kostjuk looks like a ton of value for me so happy to go with a little positive dog karma and marta kostjuk minus 135. now this one's in french andy i have no idea how to say this when it generally comes to french i just kind of skip all the vowels yeah just you take all, all the letters you divide it by two. Like, if there's ten letters, you should Come say out. five. Come um, out. Yeah, something like that. It's in France. They're indoors. Petra Martic, we're getting some value on her here. Had a really tough start to the season. Has been playing better the last month. Um, being indoors here, I think, will help her quite a bit. She's going to get Sai Sai Zhang, who we've talked about quite a bit. Um, as you go and look at this, you can find a two, a three. I actually like a two, a two and a half for you know, standard juice, maybe even less. I like selling out to three here. There's a couple spots you can do this. Zhang, again, a player that when she does lose, loses by a lot. You know, I thought of even selling this out to three and a half or four for a little bit lower stake. You know, pile it on, maybe stack it up. Who knows, Andy? But minus three plus 110 looks really nice. Martich even having a poor season, putting up a lot better numbers than Zhang. Um, and just overall, the, the higher quality player. I think, again, this is just a little bit of an overreaction to Martich's tough start to the year and Zhang playing the last week and, you know, having a little bit of a success. But happy to take the minus three games here. So three looks for us in tennis. Uh, the Martich one, I believe, is early tomorrow morning. So take a look. They're pretty much done in France today. I believe that one. Um, Cor Mayor. 
Thank you very much, Skyfish. Um, and Cormayor will start tomorrow morning. Usually around three, four in the, the morning. Thank you. Finally, that's what we were just trying to fish the French guy out of the chat. Hey, I was about to. I have a. I have a friend who has a French degree, which I don't know what she's doing with that. But I was about to text her. Thankfully, Hello, Skyfish friend. jumped in. All right. Well, like I said, price picks promo code BBB. I would appreciate any support you can give us by signing up and depositing an account, trying it out. I'm, I'm only marginal at it. Maybe you're, maybe you'd be better at it than me. I'm not super good at fantasy stuff ever. So with that, we'll uh, close it for sports today, basketball, baseball, football, and tennis. Hopefully get some winners. We'll check back with you tomorrow. Same time. See you guys.